Nourish your soul with your turquoise angel guide, Catherine M. Loud, and her variety of guests on the Celestial Spoon, formerly Spiritual Destinations. As an author and speaker about mental illness, Catherine has first-hand experience with mental and physical interactions and how spirituality plays a part in overcoming struggles. She utilizes her skills as a psychic medium and spiritual advisor to guide others to feel invigorated and empowered to go forward in their own struggles. Listen to inspirational conversations relating to sometimes difficult emotional journeys towards self-awareness and spirituality. These journeys brought positive effects toward her guest's mental and physical health and will inspire you to take action and create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. You will get the feeling of knowing these people during these relaxing conversations and want to follow them. Now, here's your host, Catherine M. Laub. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of The Celestial Spoon. And thank you for taking the time from your busy day to spend with us and learn about my guests. I hope you are feeling well today and are accomplishing a lot with spring cleaning and the change of seasons. You can find my free report, Seven Ways You Receive Spiritual Messages, on my website, www.katherinemlaub.com. And if you're interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can sign up through my website. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation and help us share our visions with the world. I am thrilled today to be interviewing Dr. Lara May from Light Body Healing and Consulting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Dr. Lara May, Farm D, moved to Lake Tahoe after completing her residency in clinical pharmacotherapy. Sorry. <laughs> she has worked as a clinical pharmacist in emergency rooms and adult acute care for almost a decade, counseling, <clears throat> counseling nurses, doctors, patients, and families about medication regimens and maximizing treatment outcomes. Lara started studying and practicing Reiki and energy medicine in 2014. Her passion has grown from Band-Aid medicine into empowering women to truly heal themselves and on the physical, mental, and spiritual levels. In 2016, Lara attended and graduated from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York. Now, as a certified integrative nutrition health coach, Lara has built her coaching practice to encompass energy medicine, intuitive healing, and integrative nutrition, all with the intention of empowering the healing of her clients on multiple levels to maximize their results and happiness. In her spare time, Lara is an avid backcountry snowboarder and aspiring triathlete. That is a lot of accomplishments. Congratulations. Thank you. So, you're welcome. So, I'm really excited to introduce you to Dr. Lara May and look forward to learning more how she helps others 
especially that I've learned that we have similar circumstances and we will see how she can help guide me through some of her similar struggles that I have. So hi, Lara. It's great to be talking with you. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I'm excited. I was reading some of your information, and it's like, oh, my goodness, what a parallel to me. (laughs) (laughs) So um, is there anything that you would like to share about what's going on in your life right now? Well, I just got back from uh, an amazing vacation to Alaska with my husband. And um, since getting back, I'm really wanting to start implementing a monthly distance Reiki and angel card reading for my mailing list. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well, I have to share that information before we end our call because I love sharing that with everybody. Okay, great. And me today, well, actually on Sunday, I've started planting seeds for my vegetables, and my string beans are already starting to pop up. So oh, I'm wow. excited about that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so today, I went out and I bought some more containers, and I planted more. I decided to do it differently this year because... Every time that I worked in the garden, I kept on tripping over each of the plants and whatever. So this way in containers, I could keep them in a little bit more organized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what my week has been. And it also is a form of grounding for those of you that don't know much about grounding. So <laughs> I get my hands in the dirt and it's a big help. Yeah, I was out in my garden today, too, starting the spring cleanup and getting things going. Uh-huh. And where do you live? I live in Truckee, California. It's the north shore of Lake Tahoe. Okay. I know I read that in your introduction, but I wasn't sure where because um, Lake Tahoe was a very large area. It is. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm on the north side. I'm about a half an hour west of Reno, Nevada. Okay. And I've been there. Um, the first time was many years ago. My girls were still teenagers, and we went to go skiing. Mm-hmm. My husband is, he lives to ski. And he's so much into it that now he has these ski poles that he sells, and he says you can carry your favorite beverage in them. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was yes. curious to learn about that. <laughs> yes. Because I'm sure with you being a snowboarder that you know skiers and can introduce them into that. Yes, my husband's an avid skier. Okay, so we'll have to give his information. <laughs> the name of his poles are Swigmeister poles. Oh, hey. Because you take a swig out of them. Okay, got it. <laughs> yes, yes. And then the second time I was in Lake Tahoe was for... Um, a little bit of a mini retreat and learning more on advancing spirituality and working with others to do readings. So I love the area, and I know with you it must be beautiful to be there all year round. It is, and it's such a magical place to live. I feel so blessed. Right? Yes. So as, as I was talking, I pulled a card from my... Archangel Oracle Card Deck, and the name is 
Indigo and Crystal Children. This is Archangel Metatron. You have a bond with children. In particular, you can help children who are sensitive. So do you find that um, the gifted children kind of just um, levitate to you? Um, you know, honestly, I'm not around that many children. But okay. um, I, I do work with Metatron a lot. And um, I know growing up I always felt um, you know, getting messages and having um, dreams, and so uh, I think I could I could relate. My group of friends are just now starting to have kids, so um, they're just starting to be in the walking, talking um, stages. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. Yes, because I I feel like that's going to happen, and at some point there's going to be a shift in what you do to incorporate that with the kids because I, I feel them, like I said, they'll be gravitating towards you and it'll just be a natural shift for you. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And then I also, um, I was guarded to pull a second card, but two came up at the same time, so that's really interesting. So <laughs> the first one is leadership, and that's Archangel Gabriel. It is time for you to assume your leadership power and position and lovingly guide others. So that ties right in with the children because this is the spirituality of the children and you can be a teacher to them. It could be just as simple as playing with them and while you're playing, they may say something that you may be able to help them understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And that would be in the spiritual realm. I mm-hmm. feel like a very strong pull for that. And this angel's wings are gigantic. They're, they're um, about three feet out on each side, all the way up and around, and they actually form the shape of a heart, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they're a golden brown, and the sky is pretty much the same color, and it's like golden brownish clouds mixed in with gray clouds. So it's like you, I'm hearing that you bring the thunder into the room. That (laughs) when you enter a room and you go to work with people, that your energy just gives out to everybody where they feel like, oh my goodness, I feel the vibration because of high energy. Do you recognize that? Um, I try to be really intentional with my energy um, to you know, really brighten it up and, and bring the light uh, with me. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's really nice to hear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the dress is a, um, a golden red type orange color, and it's a long gown. And this angel is looking like, in fact, like you just said, that you're, you're deliberate with your energy, and that's what she's looking. She's looking very deliberate. And then the other card that I pulled is all the same colors, but this one is the angel releasing a dove, and the name of the card is Peace, Archangel Samuel. Peace comes from remembering that only love is real. Mm. And that's the same thing. You, you, You just automatically emit this wonderful love and energy to everybody, and you make a difference in a lot of people's lives. That's beautiful. Oh, that is beautiful. I love that. 
Yes. One of the one one of the mantras I live by is only love is real. Okay. And it's very interesting that the colors of the cards are very similar because it shows all the energy. And then this peace card, the wings are very large too, but more rounded at the top. And mm-hmm. the dove is gigantic. It's like it, it's almost the width of this angel's shoulders and with the arm with the wings spread out it's even bigger so it's it's showing all your love and the peace and energy releasing to the world and and doing god's work and whatever everybody calls you know the universe's work or whatever you think of the person in power and that is beautiful so thank you for being you oh thank you for that reading that was awesome Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. So let's talk a little bit about what you do and how you help others. What is the main thing that you do? The main thing that I do really is empower my clients with the knowledge that they need to sort of break through those blocks and bring healing into their lives. I really want people to know and understand that they have the power to heal. Um, They may need things from Western medicine in the meantime to get them to the final place, but there's so many things that aren't medication-associated or Western medicine-associated that we can do to improve the quality of our lives, and that's what I really want to bring to my clients. So whether it's food or mindfulness techniques, or, um, you know, changing our thought patterns and our behavior. Um, I really do help them create those habit changes for la- to translate to lasting change in their lives. Mm. Yes. And I, I've worked with a lot of people and, and learned different things, but it's like everything I've tried just doesn't help me get past that little bit of a hurdle because I've I've come a long way, and um, I know that I read that you've had the fibromyalgia, right? Um, I had chronic migraines and IBS, and Uh and so a very inflamed system, chronic allergies. Um, I used to be one of those kids that was guaranteed two sinus infections a year at minimum, and that was since I was like two or three years old. So I spent the majority of my life on antibiotics. So it's taken me a long time of healing and figuring out what works for me and what doesn't and um, really trying to gather the tools and implementations to do it without the use of medications. Because at one point in my life, I was accumulating a small pharmacy all within my own, you know, little medicine cabinet between the migraines and the heartburn and the anxiety and the depression and the insomnia and, you know, the list just goes on. Um, But once I started uh, changing my diet and meditating and sort of, you know, it was was building blocks. You know, one thing, you know, creates a foundation and then then peeling back the layers as well. That's really made a lasting difference for me. So I think that's the, the key for me is peeling back the layers. I think I still have a bunch of layers that need to be peeled back. 
because I have all of that. I got the fibromyalgia. I got the depression, the anxiety. I got the irritable bowel. I had most of my colon removed because of precancerous polyps and the gastric reflux and go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And in 2014, I was so sick and had most of my colon removed in 2012, and it's like, oh, this is really ridiculous. Um, I ended up during a fight with my husband. I attempted suicide, but it was an answer to a prayer to help me feel better, which mm -hmm. is very interesting how God made that happen because on a Monday I said, please, God and angels, help me start feeling better. I want to get off some of these 22 medications. So, yes, I had a medicine cabinet full, too. Mm -hmm. And then I was doing a bunch of things during the week for each of my adult children, helping out physically, and it was just too much. So that same Thursday, I ended up in the hospital because I tried taking the pills. My husband pulled me away and held me down for an hour. But um, once I was in the hospital, I knew that God answered my prayer. Mm -hmm. And that was the way he answered it because right away some of the medications were tapered off and readjusted. So now I'm down to like, I think it's nine medications that I take. But half of them are for my depression and anxiety. So mm -hmm. my first question to you would be, do you still take antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication? No, I weaned myself off of them, and um, I've helped several of my clients also wean uh, themselves off, but it is, it's a long process, so it's doable, and I want to you know, let people know that if you're on something for depression or anxiety and you've been on it for a long time and you want to get off of them, it is possible. A lot of physicians or psychiatrists might tell you otherwise, but as long as you do it in a, um, on a, in a controlled manner with supervision and support, it is possible. And, you know, patience and love for yourself. Okay, thank you. Because that's, I always thought that the rest of my life I'll be on medication for this. But recently I've been getting the thought that, well, why do I have to be? There's got to be a way that I can stop taking all of this. Mm -hmm. So I, I would love for you to help me with that. Sure. And um, I meet with a nutritionist, and just on Monday she said to me, she never put it to me this way until this week, and she said to me, well, by you eating smaller meals throughout the day helps balance you in a better way. And I have been seeing a difference since I've been seeing her in my um, bathroom habits, let's say. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know you just mentioned that. So how else would you help me looking at a mirror of yourself pretty much? What would the um, steps be for me to take? So are, do you suffer from chronic constipation? No, diarrhea. Diarrhea, okay. Um, and that's chronic? Yes. Have you tried to um, increase the fiber in your diet, um, but with bulking fiber? I just learned about that this week, and I forgot what kind of fiber is bulking. Okay, bulking is the kind that expands in your GI tract after you've eaten it. 
So um, there are some, for, like Metamucil will be an example. However, um, I don't really, I, don't, I think that's really hard to taste and I don't like it. So, um, but things like chia seeds, flax seeds, and hemp seeds, those are three forms of um, plant protein and they're also full of great omegas. And when you eat them, they will expand in your bowels and they will help um, not only absorb the toxins out of your system, but also help um, hopefully curb some of that um, chronic diarrhea that you'll be having. That sounds wonderful. And um, how much how much would I eat a day of a total amount for the day? Honestly, you really just have to play with it to see what your system will tolerate and what it won't. So I would start small with a tablespoon, or you know, if you have like. Um, let's just say a level soup spoon, you know. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. And you can mix that in a, do you eat, um, do you make yourself smoothies at all? Yes. Okay, so you can throw that in your smoothie and blend it up. And, um, and then that way, you know, if you have any issues with texture or, you know, taste, it will be just be covered up by um, whatever else is in your smoothie. Although I find that um, they have all really have a mild taste and the hemp seeds, sort of to me have like a nutty flavor to them. So okay. um, I really like it. But that would be one thing. And the, the other thing I would question, um, when you say you, she encouraged you to eat more frequently throughout the day, are you having yes. dra drastic blood sugar fluctuations that you know of? Um, it's very possible because I did mention to her I started getting um, dizzy the last few weeks. And she said it could be a, a blood sugar drop, and that would be more reason to eat more little meals. Mm -hmm. It's possible. There's always one good way to find out is to get yourself a glucometer. And you can get those for um, fairly inexpensive. I think you can get them like a generic brand at Walgreens or CVS or somewhere um, with all the little uh, strips and lancets. And so that way, if you're feeling like headed, you could take your blood sugar and see if it's low. And a, a low number would be anything from 70 or below would be low. Okay. But um, the other thing too, because there's lots of different theories and arguments about how often we should eat. And so there's one of the newest things that's come out is intermittent fasting which is when you go long periods with not eating food, you're having liquid and bone broth, but just not solid food. And then there's the other theory, which is um, sort of more tried and true that even a lot of athletes follow, is eating smaller meals every few hours. And the thought is that it keeps your metabolism going. Okay. Um, I'm sort of in the middle of both. I see the benefits to both, but I would say if you're going to do the small meals more frequently, be very cognizant about the, um, about the nutrient breakdown, meaning like you want to have a lot of good fat and um, a moderate amount of protein, and then really you know, lots of vegetables, of course, but try to make sure that you, know, you keep your sugar content down. Are, do right. you um, eat grains? I don't eat a lot of grains anymore, no. Okay, so that's good, yeah. So, um, you know, a good rule of thumb is to cover at least 50% of your plate with some sort of vegetable and then um, split the other two quarters with 
Um, so, so like a, with a fat source and a protein source. So you can have like an avocado, or if you're having a salad, you know, you can put olive oil on it. Um, and so, you know, just to make sure that what you're eating is quote unquote clean food, um, mm -hmm. so that you're not, you know, doing yourself a disservice by actually keeping your blood sugar too high for too long. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And that's one of the reasons why I started my um, vegetable seeds this week is because I like to have my own fresh fruits and vegetables from my yard. Oh, yeah. The flavor is so much better when they're homegrown, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And more convenient, not that you go to the store and you, you bring them home and they get rotten within a few days. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I enjoy picking them fresh and eating them. Yeah. So um, you were saying to help with the depression, a lot of it has to do with meditation? That was one of the tools. That was probably one of the first tools that I started to use. Um, I was having really bad insomnia, and it was mostly stress-mediated. I was in pharmacy school, which is very stressful. Um, and I was taking over-the-counter things like Benadryl and Unisom and um, it just wasn't good, and it wasn't helping me get sleep, especially even good sleep. So I started to um, investigate and research other ways. And so meditating myself to sleep was one of the first ways that I started doing it. And now I have a regular meditation practice that I usually do in the morning, and then sometimes I still use it if I can't sleep. But um, I, and you know, if you're going to use it for sleep, I often recommend um, doing a guided meditation because that's really easy to sort of get into. Someone talks you through it. You know, you're not it, – it kind of um, breaks up that mind-racing chatter that a lot of us have. And I think, you know, when people first start meditating, I think it can be a little frustrating because they think, oh, my mind's supposed to be blank. You know, I'm supposed to be so focused. And I keep having all these thoughts, right? <laughs> But it's normal, it's normal for us to have thoughts. The key is just to allow those thoughts to sort of float through in a way and just to, you know, be still. And so another great tool, if it's not a guided meditation that I use, is a mantra meditation. So I'm using, um, you know, like I said, only love is real. And I just repeat that to myself, you know, for like 15 minutes, however long it is I'm going to meditate. Um, and, you know, infuse that with the breath, you know, slow ins and outs. So, but yes, meditation is a great practice for anxiety because, you know, when we're anxious, our mind is racing, it raises our blood pressure, it increases our heart rate, it increases inflammation, and, you know, the, the domino effect from that can just be disastrous for our health. So yes. meditation is, is really great to calm the mind slow everything down, you're purposely slowing your breath, and then therefore your blood pressure is lowered, your heart rate is slowed, and again, that domino effect is the beneficial one. Right, right. I know about that, and um, I met with the holistic doctor. He, he had me on the healing path in, um, let's see, 2015, and he did tell me about my breathing. He says, there's times I noticed you're not breathing at all. He says you really need to concentrate and practice that. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy, like these habits that we have that we don't realize until someone else points them out for us. Um, yeah. Sometimes I catch my husband, too. He'll hold his breath. I'll ask him, why are you holding your breath? And he is not even aware that he's doing it. Right, exactly. And what he said to me also, he says, because of it, it makes my shoulders and everything tense, much more tense. Mm-hmm. And that was very interesting what he said. And he, you know, I would go in the beginning and he would do massaging and everything while I had um, different other treatments with him. Um, he did laser treatments, cold laser, um, the massage, acupuncture, and all of that stuff helped me. But what happened was I ran out of money to keep going to him. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of fell off the wagon, let's say, if you want to say it that way. Um, so I'm getting myself back on track to eat correctly and to help myself start feeling better. But I wasn't sure what part helped the depression because that's the biggest thing. I share my story to be an inspiration to people about mental illness that mm-hmm. um, I don't want people to get to the point where I've been. I want right. to help them avoid that and let them know that it's okay to speak up about it because when you, when you keep quiet, you're never going to feel better. Yes. There's um, something that the... Um, that the AA crowd says, and it's you can't deprive someone of their bottom. And when you were sharing your story earlier and how it was, you know, God's message to you, I just thought, you know, that's a perfect example of, you know, that bottom was the turnaround and the real incipitus for you to take this new path towards healing. And so I think if people can remember that, that even at our lowest lows, they're really our teaching moments. That's when we learn the most. Um, yeah. And to, you know, see the, the gratitude in those experiences, even though they're painful, to if we can still see them as learning experiences, I think that's the most valuable thing we can do for ourselves. Exactly, and, and that's what I try to te- teach people. Because right away when I say it, um, I'm still learning to say my words just right because when I say, well, I attempted suicide, people go, "Ah," and that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. I want them to know that I've come through it and look at how much I've accomplished since then. That's the big message, you know. Yeah. And I just want to also throw something out there in terms of um, the meditation and learning different kinds and getting guided meditations, um, a great resource that I use is YouTube. You can just put anything if you want um, a guided meditation to ease depression or a guided meditation to ease anxiety, just type that into the search bar and you will get more information than you could probably really handle. (laughs) But that's a great free resource um, so that you can sort of see, you know, what you like, what you don't like, what works for you, what doesn't. Right. Yeah, I've gotten some from there. And also what helps me a lot is the supplement, subliminal ones. Yes. Because all yes. that is, you're playing them while you're going about whatever you're doing during your day, and you're just listening to music, but the, the messages are there. And I do find when I listen to them more often, there is a shift in how my day goes. Right. Yes, because you're infusing those messages 
and it's sort of, um, as Abraham Hicks would say, Esther Hicks would say, you know, keeping you up on that high-flying disc instead of allowing yourself to sort of get bogged down by the, the worry and the negative feelings. Right. Yes. And I just love it because the music is very nice and you don't have to think about it. That's the big mm-hmm. thing because, like you said, you know, I'm the same way. So many people think that, oh, my God, meditation, you have to sit there and you've you got to really concentrate and clear your mind. But by speaking to people like you and, you know, other healers and whatever, they say, no, you can just take a walk in your garden or take a walk outside and just take in the nature and, and breathe in the fresh air, and that's a form of meditation. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, you know, even getting your hands in the dirt and grounding, that's still because I was focused on planting, you know? And mm-hmm. that's when some of our best messages come through to us. I've noticed that myself. Yes, because you're in alignment, especially um, if you're outside in nature. You're, you know, in alignment with the plants and the animals and, you know, you're surrounded by your angels. And so, yeah, that's a perfect time to be open to receiving. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I never looked at it that way until somebody explained it to me. So I like to share it as often as I can so that people say, oh, my God, now I can do this because I, I never started because I didn't think I could do it. Mm-hmm. 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 And it doesn't have to be, you know, big and long. It can be five, start with five minutes. If you're going to try, you know, the sitting one maybe, you know, and then, you know, as you get, feel more comfortable, sit for a little longer, you know, however you choose to go about it, really make it your own practice. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And I think that's something, especially as Americans, we get caught up in this, oh, I have to do it this way for it to be the right way. It's like, no, this is your private time. It's your private practice. Make it your own. That's right. Thank you for echoing those words because... I wish I would have known that many years ago. So um, besides the health issues, like we just discussed about mine, how else do you help people? Uh, I infuse Reiki and angel card readings into my practice. So um, like we were talking about earlier with peeling back the layers, you know, there's, there's the physical that we do and we have in this life and on this planet, and that's the food and our behavior. But then there's also the, you know, the subconscious and the metaphysical and our, you know, our soul selves. And I personally believe in past lives and karma. And so I think that there's sometimes a link. And if you find yourself having these repetitive uh, scenarios that come in, into your life on a regular basis, uh, whether it's, you know, destructive relationships or maybe it's a work pattern or maybe it's even like a pattern of emotional eating, um, or, you know, whatever it may be, I think a lot of good can come from implementing some sort of energy healing to help release that and to help your body, <clears throat> excuse me, let go of whatever that energy is that you're holding in your body. 
That's interesting. I haven't heard anybody say that like that. Um, I've known about energy healing, but not thinking about healing a past life. Yeah, it's. Um, I actually had an experience as I was going through, um, I think it was my master level of SUI training, my SUI Reiki training. Uh-huh. We were um, we were doing a um, a past life exercise, and the person that was I was having really really bad headaches at the time, and I carry my stress in my neck and my shoulders, and um, I was doing all the things that I do, you know, I was going to the chiropractor, doing my yoga stretches, all that stuff, but I was still you know having these headaches, and she was apparently during the session she was just um, getting this feeling that um, I had been decapitated at some point in a, in a past life. So she worked on clearing that. And during that one session, my headache was drastically reduced. And then the frequency thereafter was also drastically reduced. Wow. And so I, you know, I've had, and I've also had clients that I've worked on come in with pain, whether it's been in their hips or their lower back, or also with headaches, and just a single Reiki session can do so much to help relieve the pain. Now, whether or not we do a specific past life session or, you know, just a general um, uh, energy healing session, uh, it's really just about allowing that person to bring in the energy and focus it in that one area that they're having problems and then working with them to release it. Okay. That's really interesting, decapitation. It would have never been a thought that I would say, oh, well, that happened, and that's why right. I have all <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I had a reading, an Akashic reading, Akashic record reading from somebody I interviewed the other day, and she told me that I took a vow of poverty and a a vow of not being married, and I said, well, during a past life regression with Brian Weiss, who was a well-known regression Mm -hmm. practitioner, um, I saw myself as a nun. And it's like she confirmed what I had seen was accurate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the things, it's like, yeah, I've struggled all my life to have money, and... Now I understand that, you know, it's like a confirmation. I kind of knew it was from being a nun, and now I can let it go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's Um, just so powerful. Once we know, then we can let it go. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And she gave me so much stuff that was shocking to myself. And, um... I know, in fact, I want to share this too. I never knew what Reiki was. My mother said, I want you to come with me to, to my friend's house. She's doing healings. I said, okay. And when I got there, she explained what Reiki was. And she says, you know, just close your eyes. And I was sitting in a chair. And, and just relax. So as she worked on me, I saw the vision of me kneeling at the cross in front of Jesus' cross. Then, a 
couple years later, my mother and I went out to um, a, a Stations of the Cross area on Long Island, and there was a woman kneeling at the foot of the cross, and I said to my mother, Mommy, that looks like me. That is the image that I saw. And then this woman that did the um, Akashic Record reading for me, she said the same thing. She says, you have the connection to Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene. Oh, wow. I found that. Yes. Isn't that something? That's cool. Yeah. So I want to um, follow up on that on however I can. I just thought it would be an extra interesting story about Reiki. Yeah. And once we know, I feel like once we know that um, we have these connections, whether they're ascended masters or angels, we can call on them to help us throughout our day, uh, in our meditations and our prayers. And so, you know, it's, it's not just that, you know, they were in our past lives, but they're still with us today. And I think it's of great value. And especially um, when we're sort of feeling lost or maybe in pain, um, to call on them for support and love and guidance. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. Now, um, I don't know how to phrase what I was just thinking. Um, so do you take any medication at all anymore? No. Every now and then, if I still get a headache, I'll take um, an anti-inflammatory that I do have prescribed by my neurologist. Um, but knock on wood, I get like one migraine every six months. Wow. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. So but I, I, I do take a lot of supplements, though. <laughs> I'm okay. I don't want people to think that like I have a totally empty medicine cabinet, but now my medicine cabinet is filled with supplements and vitamins and herbs um, instead of prescription medicine, though. So. Okay. I was going to also ask that because... I started making that shift, too. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely want to work with you and focus a little bit more on the changes that I need to make so I can start taking less medication. Excellent. Thank you. Totally um, doable. <laughs> yes, I know it's doable, but I don't have the, um, the willpower, I guess you want to call it, because... I see, like, my husband brings donuts in the house, and sometimes I say, no, 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 I can't even look at them. And other times, like today, right before the call, I picked up the donut, and I said, I'm going to eat the donut, you know. So I, I need the willpower not to pick up the donut and just focus again on healing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that can be done by, you know, what, we're, what you're eating throughout the day. Uh, if you fill your body with enough of the right things, then hopefully you won't have that craving. And then one of the things that really helped me um, was the phrase, I love myself too much to dot, dot, dot. So I love myself too much to eat that piece of cake. Or um, especially like when I was going gluten-free, at first it was challenging because I was so used to having all of these different things available to me, but even though it was tearing up my insides. So, you know, I would go through spells where I'd be really good, and then I would, you know, have my cheats, and then I would feel like crap, and it was sort of a cycle. But once I got to the point where, you know, I just wasn't willing 
to feel like crap anymore. <laughs> you know, and it's so it's I love myself too much and then I'm not willing to feel like crap. I love and, it. Yeah, and everyone's different, but I feel like those are the two things that people sort of have to come into alignment with to really right. be consistent with their daily choices. Exactly. Yes. I have been getting better, um, but i got to have that talk with my husband again. If you're going to bring him in the house, hide them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my husband and eats, he, his, <laughs> eats his donut when I'm not around either. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. And, and he doesn't he, bring them home. <laughs> oh, wow, we are really paralleled, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> but he's been eating a lot more of them because he had pneumonia and he was in the hospital for a week just two months ago. So he had the steroids, and I think they're mm. still in his body because even he has ice cream every night now, and he never used to eat ice cream. <laughs> so. yeah, sugar is really addictive, and those steroids for sure, they can, they can just make you ravenous for food even when you're not really hungry. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they do take a little while to get out of your system. But I think in that, if you get used to, let's just say for him, for example, like he's gotten used to in this ravenous state, eating these sugary things, so now his body is getting used to just getting that. Um, right. It's like a cocaine or heroin sensation in your brain from the sugar, and so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard for him <laughs> to, uh, you know to back it off. <laughs> and he pretty much quit smoking. So oh, while he was just, in the hospital? Yep. Yeah. Well, as soon as he was in the hospital, he realized, I can't, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Yeah. He actually had a cigarette today, but I think it's been like three or four days since he had one. So mm. he's doing really good. So that just clicked with me, I guess, that he's also having food in the place of it. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of times with any addiction, once we put down the one, sometimes we pick up something else to still, if we haven't addressed that underlying issue that, you know, keeps us in that addictive behavior. So um, for cigarettes, though, cigarettes can be so hard, and I would really suggest um, patches. I don't know what he's doing, but um, the patches are over the – the nicotine patches are over the counter, and you can set yourself up on a taper, um, and I've worked with some of my friends to get off um, all sorts of tobacco with those. Yeah, that's what he did automatically. Um, Actually, before he went in the hospital and when he first was told that he had bronchitis first. And um, the doctor advised him how to go about it, when, how long to use one, you know, a certain one and then the different dose or whatever. Yeah. So he's working on that. I wanted to read a testimonial from on your website, and this is from Alyssa. She wrote, Knowledgeable and Caring. Lara is very compassionate. She listens to your questions and concerns and provides non-biased information to help you make the best decisions for your situation. If she doesn't have the information on hand, she takes the time to do the research and come back to you with her findings. That's beautiful because I can, I can tell just by our conversation how you really care about what you do and how you help people. Oh, thank you. I really do. 
it really lights yes. me up to help people. Yeah, and that, that's me too. I love helping people. Um, I also saw something on your website which was um, the, the main page. Mm -hmm. You had um, natural painkillers. Can you share a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, I just posted that. So that was um, a little uh, GIF or like a little video that um, came across my news feed, so I thought to repost it. And it just um, it outlined, let me see if I can pull it up so that I can um, be specific with my answer to you. But um, yeah, so it just went through different herbs and um, how they can help with pain that manifests in different parts of your body. So I know um, off the top of my head, ginger was one of them. And ginger is great for your digestive system. It can really help calm um, inflammation in your digestive system. It's one of the things that I use on a regular basis. Let's okay. see. I'm scrolling. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Um, oh, here we go. Okay. Um, horseradish for sinus pain. So um, if you've ever had wasabi, wasabi is a kind of horseradish. So if you've noticed that you've had a little too much and it's really hot, but then all of a sudden your sinuses have just cleared themselves out. Um, but So I wouldn't suggest putting horseradish directly up in your sinus cavities by any means. But um, <laughs> um, apple cider vinegar is another one that's listed on here, and that is great for heartburn. And I have uh, several um, dietary plans that I use um, for um, some of my clients if I feel like it's in alignment with what we're working on. And one of the things that is pretty much a staple in all of them, I think, is a morning apple cider vinegar tonic. And so you take apple cider vinegar and honey, and um, it's up to you whether you want to use um, a little bit of cayenne maybe. And you just drink that in hot water in the morning, and it's really soothing, again, to your digestive tract. It helps balance the pH in your tummy, and which will help um, heal heartburn and prevent it. Wow. But, yeah. So turmeric is also on here. Turmeric is a fabulous anti-inflammatory herb. And um, these days you can find it um, as a capsule or as a liquid or um, even if you like drinking tea. There's some really great turmeric teas. And there's one that I like that's a ginger turmeric tea because they have sort of a similar flavor. And um, there's even been some studies um, using turmeric to treat cancer. So um, Depending on the dose, turmeric can have an amazing anti-inflammatory effect all over the body. Wow. Yeah. That and is just, great. Yeah. So I'm going to have to try that. I'm going to um, – they make it like a, um, a seasoning also, right? Yes, yes. So um, I've even used it as a uh, soak in the bath. So I buy, you know, the powder that you find at the grocery store. And uh -huh. I'll use it as like a muscle soak um, in the bathtub. Wow, okay. See, there's so many natural things that we can be using, but there's not enough information out there for us to know without working with somebody like you. 
because it's right. like, I mean, yeah. I think it can just be so overwhelming. <laughs> right. Exactly. Where I've I've heard about this and I've heard about that, and then I get home, it's like, what did they tell me to do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a big fan of writing things down. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I started realizing that I have an a, um, app on my phone now that I start taking notes yes, on. Yes, yes. Google Keep is one of my favorite apps. <laughs> yeah. And it, it really works well because the memory is getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what has been your greatest reward in helping people? Um. I think my greatest reward really is just seeing the progress that people can make once they really um, commit to themselves. Because so that's really what it is. It's a making a commitment to yourself and helping people realize the power that they have. Um, specifically, one of my first clients, uh, when she first came to me, she was really struggling with um, her relationship with alcohol and food and um, anxiety and depression. And over a course of six months, we worked to wean her off of the antidepressants and really um, decrease the amount of anxiety meds she was feeling that she needed to take. Um, she still has them at her disposal if she needs them, but I think... Um, and we still keep in touch. And um, so I, I don't think she takes them much at all anymore. And um, she decided to get sober. And, you know, just watching her commit to herself and go through this journey, I mean, I was really, I, and that's what I tell all my patients or my clients, I'm really just a facilitator. You guys are the one doing the work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I'm here to help you and support you. But it's not about me giving you answers. It's about me helping you find the answer within yourself that will be right for you because everyone's different. So there's no way that I can tell you what's right for you, but I will help you figure it out. Exactly, yes. I believe that because with everything, it's like we have the knowledge because we learned it, but it's the person having to understand the knowledge that we're giving them. And right. to apply. And to like, my job is to give you the tools so that mm -hmm. you you have them. And then once, like maybe you know, you, we decide to you know not work together anymore as as the you know client coach relationship, then you have those tools that you can continue to use for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. And that's a good thing because you you work out that um, the relationship with the patient and client, whatever you call them, and then when, let's say, they move away and, oh, my goodness, I can't talk to her anymore, you know, I want to see her in person, that you give, you give a good foundation that they can go forward um, with confidence. I feel mm -hmm. you have, I feel that you offer a lot of great tools and that you are a uh, um, a, a wonderful provider and facilitator. Okay. Yes, you're welcome. So you have a couple different offers that you want to share with the audience, correct? Yes. 
Um, so let's start with the free stuff. <laughs> so the, um, if you go to just my main website, it's drlaramay.com, D-R-L-A-R-A-M-A-Y.com. Uh, across the top, there's an orange banner. And if you click on that, um, it says, Eliminate cravings, gain more energy, and feel lighter in just seven days. So what it is is a um, seven-day food plan that um, originally I was marketing as like a seven-day sort of weight loss jumpstart. But based on the feedback I've gotten from my clients, it's, and, I mean, you will lose weight if that's what you're looking for, but really what it's helped people do is um, get their cravings under control and gain more energy, and they've told me that they just feel lighter in general. So that's so free. I will, be the, I will be the first one to take advantage of that, and I will put it into action by the weekend because I've been sleeping 12 to 14 hours a day, have no energy. So... I am going to yeah. take you up on that. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, so what it is is um, you will get a link. So it's a, uh, an email course, but I don't overwhelm you with emails. You get one a day, and they're just really short and sweet. Um, and what you'll get a download link for Dropbox. And so you'll um, just make sure you go to Dropbox and download everything. And it comes with a um, food plan and recipes and then um, a little extra um, support materials in there. And, so, and then there's the other deal that I have at the moment is um, a 14-day detox. And this is 14 days with, again, full meal plans, shopping lists, food diaries, and support materials. And when I say food diary, it's not so that you can write everything down and then beat yourself up if you didn't do exactly what was on the plan that day. <laughs> um, my purpose with a food diary is for you to figure out maybe you know, what foods make you feel great, what foods maybe make you feel not so great, really to find out like, what your triggers are. And so maybe there's something that you've been eating that is you know, triggering your system for inflammation. Uh -huh. And so, you know, it's, keeping a food diary is really helpful for you to be able to reflect back and say, ooh, I had, there was dairy in this one thing this one day, and either, you know, I had really bad gas, or maybe I, my acne flared up or something. Um, so then you know, like, oh, dairy is a trigger for me. Maybe I should, you know, not have dairy at all. I could substitute um, some sort of nut milk or something, for example. Um, right. And so this, um, the 14-day detox also includes two 30-minute coaching sessions with me, and I have it on special for just $97. And so it's also, um, when you sign up, you'll get a Dropbox link, and then, um, of course, I'll be notified, and then I will get in touch with you to set up the coaching session. And they can be anytime. Um, some people like to do like one at the beginning and then one at the end, or, you know, whatever. But it's 14 days, so I thought two would be good to catch you uh -huh. at least one each week of the, of the plan. And then, you know, you can, if this is something that you can repeat over and over and over, so maybe you liked it for the two weeks and you want to continue it, you can make it a whole month of detox if you want. Wow, okay. That sounds good. That sounds excellent because... Yeah. You know, same thing like I said earlier, if I don't have somebody to 
follow up with, it's very hard to keep myself on track. And, you know, when I want the ice cream at night, Tony says, okay, I'll go get it, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can try asking him to maybe be a little bit, like, so I've tried this with my husband, too, and it was funny around Halloween. He would call me out, you know, saying, you know, like, that sugar, stop eating. You don't want to eat that sugar. Why are you eating that sugar? <laughs> so maybe asking your husband to try to support you a little more and say, like, just because I say I want something doesn't mean that <laughs> that I right. should necessarily have it, you know. Maybe, right. like, try to make it a little bit more challenging for me. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I will. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share? We we learned a lot from you. Oh, um, I don't think so. Um, I do both individual Reiki sessions um, in person and uh, through distance, and I do health coaching um, and as individual and then uh, combination packages. So, uh, you <clears throat> excuse me. I really encourage you to go to my website and poke around and look at everything. Um, I have a couple meditations that you can download. And um, if there's, you know, something that calls to you but you don't really see it on there, just email me and I'm sure we can um, put together a custom package for you and work out a price. And that sounds wonderful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, okay. So thank you, Dr. Lara, for sharing with us today. I really enjoyed it, and I look forward to putting into action some of the things that you shared personally for me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was, a, it was fun. Yes, you're welcome. It was fun on my end, too. So everyone listening, thank you so much for your time and listening to everything Dr. Lara had to share. As a reminder... You can check out all of my info on my website, www.catherinemlaub.com. As a reminder, I offer a free report on receiving messages from beyond. If you're interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can find information on my programs and readings page. You can talk on the phone, through Skype, email, or if you're local to Central Suffolk County, New York, in person. And again, you can find those wonderful offers and the free seven-day plan by Dr. Lara at www.drlaramay.com. This is Catherine Laub. Have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for listening to our conversation. We hope that you found the discussion to be rewarding and inspirational and you take action to create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. If you like this episode of The Celestial Spoon, please listen again next time to learn more about how spirituality has guided others to advance their lives. We wish you the best on your personal journey.